what Space Force looked like when I was there. This planet that used to be in our solar system, the Titus Bode Law says that there should be a planet where the asteroid belt is. And most of our astronomers and scientists will tell you, oh, that's just the malformed planet that never formed. But really, it did form and it got blown up. That well, was who was attacking Moldek? Hi, this is Daniel Laxtons, and you're listening to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Program. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life hey, ever. Welcome to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast. I'm Daniel Laxtons, your host, and I have my co-host, Todd Ronan. Hey, Todd. Hey, Daniel. How are you? Doing fantastic. You are a remote viewer. You've looked at these things, and... You have a lot of insight. I've mentioned this before that I can recall past lives that I've had, but they're, they exist as memories or memory fragments. And I've lived lives in different galaxies too. And I remember dying in different galaxies and living in different galaxies as different entities. I'm not always this humanoid form that you see today. I've been spider people and very strange creations that you could only kind of imagine in sci-fi. But I was those things and I did exist as them. And I saw other weird, strange aliens out there that don't necessarily look humanoid. What was your favorite galaxy that you uh, lived in? It, it's hard to recollect what the names of galaxies are because everything we have is a human construct. So I've got a map in my room of different galaxies. And I don't know that I've been to any of those galaxies specifically because they're, you know, HD 34791 or something. And they're hundreds of millions of light years away, but I've had lots of different experiences. One galaxy, well, I was here. So the first time I came here, I looked back to see what drew me to Earth originally. What were you thinking? So, <laughs> how far back are we thinking? No, I'm just saying, what were you thinking that you want to come and have this experience? <laughs> well, I was part of a space force that came here and we were trying to help the this solar system uh the solar system was under attack and this is probably maybe i don't know if it's 25,000 50,000 100,000 a million years ago but it was under attack and they called in different forces from different star systems here in the milky way so my space force and i i recall what space force looked like when i was there and i remember the people that were in this auditorium hall with me and they put up this giant hologram of earth and it was they completely lied and told us that it was something else but we came to the solar system and then we got blown up by this planet that used to be in our solar system so the titus bode law says that there should be a planet where the asteroid belt is and most of our astronomers and scientists will tell you oh that's just the malformed planet that never formed but really it did form and it got blown up and mm. they don't want you to talk about it. It's like the biggest non-secret no. in our solar system. Were we a part of that up. planet or we came to help the people on that planet before it got blown up? And and what can we mention the names of the, the there's two names that we, you know, people. Can... So it's called either Maldak, Mardak, Vulcan or Phaeton. And it was a big water planet that exists where the asteroid belt was. And I believe that Mars was a moon of that planet. And so the debris field that we live in the asteroid belt and the Kuiper belt 
are just the remnants of that blown up water planet. And we'll find that out when we finally get out to the stars in maybe 20 years to mine those to see, oh, this is frozen ice out here. That's weird. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it's going to happen, though. I mean, Elon Musk especially has got lots of plans for traveling that direction. And by the way, there's a financial incentive, too. I mean, if you're going to build and spend that much money, billions of dollars, then you'd be nice to find a way to fund that program. So, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I've recalled that I was there helping people because I had the ability to, uh, transport, you know, up to close to 30 people at a time. Uh, but we were running from a reptilian race. It was a reptilian race that I would, that was protecting these people from, but I'd have to jump through at least three different time periods and dimensions uh, to get them to safety because i knew that the reptilians that race that was chasing after them uh, could follow me through at least two time jumps or or dimension jumps uh, but it, but sometimes i have to go uh, four or five because i didn't trust some of these bastards but do you do you know which race that i'm that i was running from by chance uh, there are many, many reptoid species that exist on different star systems. So it was some type of Draconis type of reptile. And they had established well, who was a base. attacking Maldek? Well, no, they they had a they had a base on Maldek and they had domain over that planet. And they were enslaving people on that planet, and then they left that planet, but they left behind a base that had a repeater signal and we tried to attack it and destroy them in the people that my group that came into this soul solar system where we live now and we got stuck. So we were trying to kind of help the people and it also let them escape uh, the people that were enslaved here on earth and on Venus. And it got, that's why Venus is so much closer to the sun now because everything got shifted so all the planets that you see are not in their original trajectory arc. They've been manipulated and popped into a new space orbit. So are you saying that you're responsible for blowing up Moldek? It wasn't me. It was <laughs> Jim. Jim did it. No, uh, there was a false signal that was on the planet, and it was a decision by a higher collective that I was involved with to, to get rid of the final threat of the draconian problem they should bow up the planet but the draconians had already left that planet and so it was a bureaucratic mistake <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but i do recall and i have a memory of being in the debris field and i was on this ship and i can see the people that were on my ship with me they were all humanoid i was a humanoid and I can even see what we were wearing. And we got our ship was damaged in the explosion of Maldak or Phaeton or Marduk. And we got trapped on an asteroid and nobody came to get us. So we died on that asteroid. And I think that there's a lot of that out there. There's probably a lot of forward facing asteroids that are bases and that have debris from that war because it was never recollected. Wow. So I can't wait. We need to need to call Elon and say, hey, let's take a trip. <laughs> well, yeah, there... he's still involved with the 
you know, the powers that be. So I'm not sure what sort of real information we're going to get out of the, the Musk family. You never know. I, I, I'm hopeful. <laughs> Atlantis. Ahead. I was just going to say, we, we really should also hit Atlantis. <laughs> the only target that I've ever had to abandon is when I was doing a blind target. I got so worked up. I got so filled with just sadness and like overcome by it. You don't do that as a remote viewer. You don't emote with the target that much. But I was like, I can't finish this target. It's too emotionally impactful. And it was the destruction of Lemuria. And I thought, well, that's weird. I didn't even know Lemuria existed. It was a blind target that I pulled out of my pool. So if you know the story between Atlantis and Lemuria or what, what's been told about it? Uh-uh. Maybe, but no. Yes, I do. It's just not pulling up right now. Go for it. I want to hear it. It's not in my random access. Is Lemuria though? Is it an island off of Atlantis right next to it? Uh, No, Lemuria is another island mass that did exist. And I don't know where on the planet it exists because I've never done the remote viewing to find out. But it was Atlantis and Lemuria were also occupied by different ET species at, at a time. And they were they were battling each other over the course of, you know, 10, 4,000 years. They'd have wars that would erupt and they'd stop. They'd have wars that would erupt and they'd stop. And they both existed. But it's not like you think today. You know, people are often saying, well, I, that couldn't have happened because we would have had the technology around the globe. Well, it was a pocket of high technology. And it wasn't a global high technology of a time that we had back then 20,000, 30,000 years ago, there were these pockets of ET high civilization and they were dominating one central region, but that wasn't the majority of their species. They would just, you know, it was a base of operations for our planet. They would have people come in, they would stay for a while, they'd have a government, they'd go to war, they'd leave, more people would come. So it was a forward base of operations for a number of different E.T. humanoid species. And then why did Atlantis uh, get flooded? The reason that Atlantis got flooded was, let me see if I can pick up the pieces of this story, because it involves the destruction of the planet in our solar system. Ooh, this is like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Originally, there was a race of let's say reptiles that lived on Marduk or Phaeton. And then they came into possession of higher technology and they wanted more people. They wanted more humanoids. So the Atlanteans or people in Atlantis were trying to develop humans in a way to get them to be food sources and fuel sources. And so the idea behind Atlantis was we can put, chakras in people we can make physical chakras in people and then turn them into energy and put them into places so they were doing things in atlantis which are beyond the scope of your imagination but beyond heinous things so they would put people a crystal in their chest they what they weren't nice people no they were bad bad people i didn't know that. they would conduct genetic experimentation on this is happening even today. 
the Atlanteans would conduct genetic experimentation on animals and humanoids or the earthbound humans. So you have to understand Atlantans weren't humanoid. They weren't, they were humanoid, but not earth people. And they would take the earth population and genetically make them super duper weird. You know, why do we have centaurs? The idea of them, because the Atlanteans were creating them. Uh, Why do we have horsemen today in the base, in the ground, in the belly of area 51? Because the progeny of the aliens, the the lizard people, are still working with the people that work at Area 51. And they're still making abominations of human creation. So it all comes full circle. And they infiltrated the Atlantean base. And I think that they said they were going to try and help the Lemurians. Uh, or the Lemurians were trying to get these people out. Because they had genuine motives they were more harmonious people they were more uh, grounding to the earth and they wanted to help humanity grow and evolve but the atlanteans had a connection between the lizard dracos and they were using them for fuel they were using them for food and they sent a some type of device it wasn't like a thermonuclear device but it was one of the people that they had engineered their you know, they're crystal people that had crystals in their chest. They sent it to Lemuria and they blew up. They were going to be part of the, like the trafficking. They were going to protect this person, but they were actually a bomb themselves. Well, when that bomb went off, that was probably the third war that Lemurians and Atlanteans had had waged on earth. And they might've been waged in other planets too. I've never looked at that, but that's what caused the tsunami events globally. And that's what caused the destruction of the small island known as Lemuria, the destruction of Atlantis. And I think that was really the final straw for the Galactic Council that exists here in this quadrant of the Milky Way. They said, we need to do something about this. This is just too bad. So they went to the main planet, the water planet in our solar system. The the, the lizard Draconians were there. They initiated this attack on Lemurians. They caused the destruction of two forward bases on Earth. And they said, we have to get rid of this threat. And they destroyed the planet. Wow. Well, now you have the full story. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for, for uh, sharing all that with us, Ronan. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a wild one. Uh, it's a hard pill to swallow. But when you swallow it, you'll realize... Everything happens and it's all happened before. If it's happening again, look to see who the players are. Oh, and that means that when they're uh, putting the chakras in us, uh, so that way we could be a food source, uh, negative energy. They, you know, so bottom Zealand talks about these as pendulums. I, I call them negative uh, thought energy vortexes, uh, but they, um, but it does go back to the matrix that we are batteries in that sense. So if you find yourself always upset all the time, you may just be hooked by one of these, which could be, I mean, a direct, direct, what do we call those type of lizards? They're draconians. Draconians. There's more than one. And so they come from a different system. There's many, many systems which have these type of species. And they feed off of negative energy. A lot of them do. In fact, I did one session on a client who had been abducted by one of these entities, and they have these astral 
technologies, they can actually interact with you. So they could make a visual representation of your room and never physically come to your room, but they have these cones and they can create a hologram of your the room you live in, the bed you sleep in, and they can interact with you in this hologram and never come to you, but you still get the physical feelings that they did interact with you physically, but they were never there. So how do you protect yourself or um, say if you are hooked by one of these, how do you unplug yourself as a food source from them? It takes a long time. You have to do some meditation on it. You have to learn to set up protection fields around you. You have to scan yourself to make sure that there's no hooks in you, no attachments as to you, no lingering you know, ties, connections. And you can sever those by meditation and you can sever those by petting up, setting up protection fields around yourself. That's excellent. So yeah, and if you want to learn more about those protection fields, uh, please leave a comment down below and then uh, Rona can answer some of those or you can also, we'll, we'll do both. And then uh, be sure to go over to realityforecast.com. Sure. Yeah. Or .cc or .co or .ru .cz .biz .xxx. <laughs> <laughs> And be sure to follow us both on TikTok and all the social media because we uh, we really do appreciate you guys. And thanks for listening to the show. And again, this is the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life ever. Run over to ultimaterealitysurfing.com and download a free copy of Designing Your Perfect Reality. And uh, till next time, we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Thanks very much. Awesome.